the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And do me a favor, we're hearing ourselves a second time, so if you'll kind of... I love it when that happens. Yeah, help us out there. There we go. Hey, we're not on the porch today. We are at Millburgers, but we are in the <laughs> butterfly garden. If you listen carefully, you can hear the butterflies driving by. Listen. Uh-oh. You hear that? Yeah, that's the sound of butterflies. So, uh, actually, it's very pretty. Where, uh, to my right are all the roses from Millburgers. Behind me is the beautiful butterfly garden. Calvin's been answering questions pretty much almost nonstop uh, since 11. Oh, i got to get you plugged in. Oh. Yeah, you're not plugged in. That's why it's not working. That's why it's not working. All right, so you two talk amongst yourselves while I'll fix this, okay? Well, this butterfly garden is blooming and... Yeah, and that's, of, uh, that's the key. A lot of, of large plants yeah. in it. You want... Uh, Twelve months, twelve months of blooms that produce nectar here in San Antonio because we can, well butterflies flying at all times. Of course, of course, from now until Thanksgiving. Yeah, thank you. From now till Thanksgiving is really the prime yeah. time. Although we will we won't see monarchs again probably until September. There's so. a hummingbird. Uh, yeah. Oh, get that! Get out of there! Get out! Yeah, do we have the to? Hummingbirds and the butterflies. Yeah, the, bu- the, the butter- butterflies have been having talks with them. Look at him on that cigar plant. <laughs> well, that's why. That's one of the characteristics of if you got a, it's a, a hummingbird good, good and butterfly, butterfly plant, you got you'll have hummingbirds too. So, I I made a, I got the, I, you know I've been talking about the the butterfly plants that would be resistant to uh, the deer. Which a lot of a lot of people uh, when they're starting off, and so I made a list of uh, the deer resist our deer resistant list. Butterfly deer resistant butterfly plants. Well, uh, I mean uh-huh. we can we can go through the list and pick out the the ones that are there's the the, the, the ones that are on that yeah, butterfly the, the, the list. Vinca and. Uh, Vitex, for sure, yeah. 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 All the lantanas, the right. salvias. There's a lot of them. The salvias, yeah. Um, and we've got, if, if it's information you're looking for, we've got a, a bunch of articles here, the plant list. We've got the, the Milberger's, uh butterfly plant list. 
and it's it's kind of a semi secret but if you come <laughs> you come and express some interest in butterfly gardening uh we can give you a 20% get out of here discount on all the plants that are on the butterfly list and you've got until the 31st oh really to so use May 31st? It. oh cool well you know it's not a general handout it's just for the folks that uh, visit uh, make a special visit to see the dedication of this this garden, and they and they've got some wonderful things on sale. I'm sure Milton's talked about it on the wonderful Mother's Day sales. Well, tell us any more. Tell us some more anyway. <laughs> I don't want to steal your thunder, Milton. That's okay. You work hard putting those commercials together. The, the more we can talk about what's on sale and stuff, <laughs> the, the better. Oh, is that right? Is that what Charles says? <laughs> No, uh, but they got the Phalaenopsis orchids on sale. Yeah, I saw that. That was great. That's 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 perfect for perfect timing for Mother's Day, and they they'll last all the way through. Uh, I talked to I talked to somebody for a long time. It's just a little while ago that was looking for a different kind of gift, and uh, that's Phalaenopsis was I suggested. That. It's a great plant, easy to grow, and uh, it uh, amazes people when you. Show them this orchid that's growing on your kitchen sink, you know. And <laughs> the the only complaint I have after you look at the flower for two to three months oh, that you don't like y- it. You you begin to think that it's artificial. Oh, and they they've got some <laughs> they've got some beautiful artificial uh, orchids. I mean, they the artificial ones look look as good as the yeah. uh, the real ones. But have, have uh, you seen they're manipulating the phalaenopsis putting. Uh, Colored dyes and oh yeah, yeah, all kinds of stuff in there. But that's that's a beautiful orchid. That's a Texas superstar. We made that a oh, Texas super. Yeah, we made that a Texas superstar several years ago, and uh, because you know that they they A uh, and worked with uh, all sorts of orchids in the Rio Grande Valley when Doctor, what was his name, Milton Doctor. Here we go. Wang. Oh, I don't think that's white. <laughs> no. What is it? It's 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 pronounced. It's spelled W A N G. Is that right? Yeah. But it's pronounced Wong. It's pronounced Wong. 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 <laughs> All right, and moving but, but he, on. But he he's yes, gone to Ca- he's gone to California now. But, uh, but I don't you, think I don't think anybody working with the orchid down in Westlake over there. You know, now. you mentioned that Mother's Day gift thing. What a neat. Mother's Day gift. If you and the kids come down here and get her a, a, a all the plants she needs for a butterfly garden. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't have to be a huge. You know, you can just uh, quick rough out a plan. You can go on the internet. I've got some books here, resources that uh, that somebody was, a couple of people were taking pictures of the plans that in this uh, butterfly book, and and just get a get a good selection, and then you can help her. Uh, put the put plant the the garden and it'll be a lot of a lot of fun for the kids and a lot of fun for grandma or mother whatever you oh, say a plan what 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 goes into the plan either you just get the butterfly plants and plant them in the in an area right yeah well you can have it like like we the millberger garden here and have a Huge number of different kind of plants. Right, right. Or you can do oh, just one, one of a specific type. Of yeah, well, like I'm inclined to recommend if you really want to bring the butterflies in, 
have a mass planting or two of the of the really popular, like the zinnias, that brings them in, and then have a, other things like your uh, porterweed where they can go to. Yeah, mistflower is another one that brings them in. Yeah, right, mistflower. Yeah, I mean they'll ju- they'll just cover mistflower. They'll cover uh, zinnias, the milkweeds. Yeah, you know, tropical. And that mistflower blooms all summer long that, into the fall. That, that great, Bloomed more in the fall. Yeah, the greatest mistflower blooms over a longer period. The regular old-fashioned mistflower blooms more in the fall. Then there's a we've got a white one here at Millburgers. A mistflower, yeah. white mistflower. Yeah, and it's it's blooming a little bit now, but it also blooms more. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I need. I've never one. seen I the can, white one. I don't have. I don't have a white one. Now they are not. Miss Flowers are not a uh, disciplined uh, standard no. row soldier. They're, they're an old-fashioned plant, but they get covered with either the purple blooms or the white blooms, and then on top of that, they're covered with the butterflies. The monarchs love them, queens. Queens, golf, that's, that's what I was trying to think. Golf fritillaries, uh, all, all the, bla- the swallowtails. Really like them. Yeah, first time I noticed that plant, it was just hanging with queens, butterflies on there, which I thought, of course, was monarchs. Yeah. Because they looked, uh, they, I guess the queens don't migrate like the monarchs do. They don't, do. but they're the same, they're, they're related. That hum- the hummingbird is running your butterfly garden. Look at him right there. <laughs> there he was behind the he's chair. Ta- he's taken over and dominating. Yeah. Huh? He's running all the butterflies out. Get, I'll get my tennis racket out if he keeps that up. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lovely picture of, uh, of me swatting the bu- the hummingbirds in the butterfly garden. And they got. Uh, did you take advantage of the zinnia sale? I, I noticed I, the back of your truck was I full did. of zinnias. I did. I didn't. I just got a few. I got ninety zinnias. Uh, and what I what I do? These are these are the smaller, the medium sized zinnias. Uh, and then uh, I also plant by seed the California giants yeah. and the cactus zinnias. They're much taller, and they're heirloom uh, zinnias. And then I also let these uh, hybrids, uh, like the Dreamland, the medium-sized ones, I let them reseed, and then they come back all different sizes. Yeah. And I don't know if it's my imagination or not, but the uh, the, the parent material seems to be... More popular with the the Butterfly. butterflies than the hybrids, <laughs> but uh, it also might be that uh, they naturalize and reseed into the prime butterfly. You know, right? Into, yeah. into the summer. So do you do you just let the seed fall off, or do you go in there and crush the seed? I I do some of crush the crushing. Yeah, I do that some crushing, um, and then uh, and then if it gets ahead of me, I got. <laughs> just let them yeah, fall. Just let, them, let them fall off. Yeah, because they get to the point they're so f- nice and thick that you don't, you yeah. don't even notice the. Yeah, you the, don't. You, you don't even have to thin them out, right? Yeah, and what? And Jerry, you and I have recommended deadheading zinnias, and I think the bed looks much nicer. But what you can do if you're doing this butterfly thing is just, you just cut the head off and let it fall. Mm-hmm. Because you're, uh, you know, some of the seeds will, will germinate. The other birds love zinnia seeds too. Uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about them. Sunflower, uh, sunflower is another good uh, yeah butterfly plant, but it's also spectacular for the the goldfinches and cardinals and 
And all, all those uh, seed-eating birds, too. So anyway, it's a lot of fun. And you can have, as the Milberger's Garden shows, you can have a color, uh, colorful, individualistic garden with all your a lot of your favorite plants in it and still attract a, a lot of butterflies and a hummingbird and roll gumming hummingbirds like this uh this one we're looking at pentas in front of us vincas uh all good salvias over there esperanza all good butterfly oh yeah uh they've got really got a good supply of a uh, porter weed yeah, they do uh, uh, I was, it's over there where the blue where the um, tomatoes used to be the large tomatoes. Yeah, and the purple, the purple's starting to bloom now. Yeah, yeah. And the red. Uh, I was uh, talking to somebody about it that had visited the garden here, and they were kind of looking at me skeptical, you know. <laughs> uh, there's about a half an inch of bloom on the purple. Yeah, and, said, and the blooms are really, real small. I mean, they really look good, there, you know, when they're <laughs> weeping over. And, and, uh, and meanwhile, right next to them, you know, all these zinnias in full bloom and... And uh, the you got Anitha Kansas or the hummingbird bush uh, in there? I think I see. Huh? Right, Anita, the hummingbird bush uh, right there. Isn't uh, that what that is? Uh, yeah, Anitha Kansas. Uh, Flame Acanthus. Flame Acanthus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's also a great butterfly uh, plant. There's uh, one species of butterfly that that's the only place it'll lay its eggs. Is that right? Yeah, I was trying to. Think. I can't remember which, which breed it is. I'll check during the break. But uh, yeah, that's. It must not eat them very much. I've never ever seen them eaten. Well, they're one. Of, there's desperately. one yeah, there's, they're one of those plants that can grow pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They can grow around. Yeah. Well, you know, we've I've had talked to a couple of people here. We've ta- talked the last couple of weeks about the, the dilemma. That now people got access to milkweeds, <laughs> and they're trying to get some size to them. And meanwhile, those downer monarch butterflies and queen butterflies are laying eggs on them, and the, and the caterpillars are eating all the foliage. And so they're faced with this dilemma: you know, do I do I protect the the milkweed, or do I let the you can't you can't you can't have it both ways, heads. can you? Or you can, or you can at least temporarily maybe maybe you you let the monarchs the monarchs are finished now they'll be heading north uh, so then maybe you can you can you use your trick with the tomatoes with some fabric so that the queens won't use them during the summer and let them get some foliage and develop some root system so that uh, next spring yeah. you know, they'll have a little sign. Oh, this fall. Yeah. Well, this fall they won't. Uh, they won't need to, the, the monarchs won't be breeding. They'll, oh, they won't. They'll just be using the, the blooms. Yeah. So you can you can open them up for that. But the queens. The queen, I, I queens hope farmers and ranchers don't uh, come <laughs> oh. by. Oh, they won't. Uh, that's Calvin Finch recommending yeah. that you protect your milkweed. Okay. Well, <laughs> see, I don't I don't deal with the farmers as much as you did. They they probably won't let you on their. Uh, yeah, they 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 thought I was lo- lost my mind promoting blue bonnets because the cattle won't eat blue bonnets. Well, and I've had uh, they're they, they're a little more tolerant than they used to be because now when I do do all these talks on milkweeds, they just sit there with this smirk. <laughs> Smirk on their face, shaking their head, and I know what they're thinking. I've spent—I've just spent my whole lifetime controlling those damn milkweeds, and here, 
here they are now recommending that we replant yeah. them everywhere. John Thomas of Wild Seed Farms always tells the story about his old daddy when he started the wildflower deal that his old daddy said, son, you're you're growing and saving, saving the seed of the plants we've been trying to keep out of the field for for years. And so uh, one one man's weed is another yeah. man's uh, treasure. Every, every play, every plant in its place. I yeah. Guess. Hey, it looks like we got Virginia on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Virginia, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm in Victoria, and uh, I had seen a green jay in our yard the other day. A green jay? Wow. Wow. Where where are you located? Victoria. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, I don't know, it was all by itself, and it kind of made a noise at it, and it talked back to me. It was really happy, but I didn't see a mate anywhere for it, so. I hope it doesn't cross with that blue jay. (laughs) get, (laughs) Get a blue jay and a green jay. Make a know, a real, what color? A real weird uh, color. Dull. Yeah, it's a brown. New, a new Crayola color. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, we heard teal, a, the teal a, jay. A uh, few, like a teal jay. Oh, okay. A few years ago, they talked about a. There was a. They were drifting north, and we saw. Saw them. I don't remember. It was. Uh, oh, south. Even it was uh, south of uh, Floresville, maybe like Fall City or someplace like that. They. Where they they saw them and then, but we haven't heard. But you know, a lot of there's a lot of action like that. Part of it they are crediting to uh, to the warming of the climate. You know that mm-hmm. just some movement in populations. Yeah. Uh, what what else? Oh, the Mexican eagle. Do you have yeah. you have Mexican eagles in Victoria for sure? Yes, we do a lot of them. Yeah, and we've got in my neighborhood at medical center here in San Antonio. We've We've got a pair that's raised a young three years in a row now, yeah. which is really, really strange. You know, in this residential neighborhood, that the big Mexican eagle, three of them flying around, but it, it's pretty spectacular too. I that's was cool. calling about to find out is that uh, butterfly plant list is that on the uh, plantanswers dot com website? Yes. You yeah, can, yes. You it's got. Fun. You'll get lots of choices there. You got Gary's <clears throat> uh, butterfly list that he's talking about, and you've got my columns uh, from go back the last three months, and there's three or four different columns on butterfly. But they're on the topics of the month: uh, butterfly gardens at Millburgers Nursery, uh-huh. and uh, that that list all the plants and. Everything else, it's on the front page on plantanswers.com under Topics of the Month. It's the first listing. Topics of the Month? Yes, Okay. Ma'am. It's the first listing, in it? And it's in red. It's okay. everything on the front page. Virginia, did that, was that at your feeder, or was it just in your landscape? <clears throat> that bird? Yeah. Uh, it was sitting in a castor bean plant on a leaf. I'll be done. I don't know if they're attracted to the castor beans or what, but I'm getting really ready to get rid of them. We got uh, a cougar in this area, and I I don't want that anymore. <laughs> so, so that's I, yeah, I, that's kind. That's not cool. Fun. No. Well, let us let us know if you uh, 
see it again this summer if you if you see a pair. Oh, there's okay. our hummingbird right there in a pentas. Uh, he's all over the place. <laughs> he's not scared of these people, though. No. Thanks, Virginia. Thank you. Bye-bye. You take care. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. We're out here at Millburgers. We're live in the Butterfly Garden and uh, amongst the uh, butterflies. The butterflies are free today. So uh, <laughs> that's right. Up. If you're if you were thinking of uh, planting some plants for the bu- butterflies, today's the day to come out here because we can give you a uh, a list of the plants and twenty uh, percent discount on yep. every plant on the list. And you can Calvin will give you a tour of the garden too. He now is certified butterfly garden. It's now officially open. Today's the grand opening. So 308-8867. Back in a moment, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. There's a sunny little funny little melody that was started by a native down in Waikiki. He was counting a crowd down beside the sea, and he played his game of Hawaiian chants. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And I've got a fun event for you to attend this Saturday at Millburgers. It's the official grand opening of Millburgers Certified Butterfly Garden. Millburgers employees, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, built a certified butterfly garden to give you an example of what you can do in your own yard to attract butterflies and create a beautiful garden space. This Saturday from 11 to 3, Dr. Calvin Finch will be on hand to explain the planning, planting, and the maintenance of a garden that attracts and nurtures beautiful butterflies. That's this Saturday at Millburgers from 11 to 3. Also, maybe you'd like to give mom a butterfly garden of her own. Many of the plants that have gone into the garden will be on sale at Millburgers, so go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about this great event. Also, this week at Millburgers, you'll save on Phalaenopsis orchids, now just sixteen eighty-eight in the 4-inch pot. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Road. DeWitt Plant Fabrics are the number one choice of lawn care professionals and consumers. DeWitt's high-performance quality products save time and are environmentally safe for responsible homeowners. DeWitt Pro 5 Seed Barrier, the industry's best needle-punched polypropylene fabric designed for the homeowner who demands professional quality products. Pro 5 Weed Barrier conserves soil moisture, increases growth, and prevents unwanted weeds from germinating. Pro 5 is a non-chemical, environmentally sound form of weed control, allowing air, water, and nutrients to pass through, which equates to no use of chemicals to eliminate weeds. With this permeable landscape fabric, air passes through, preventing soil suffocation, and is sustainable to grow healthy plants. The needle punch material allows water and nutrients to slowly seep through while preventing all weeds from growing. It is the ideal product for weed control under rocks, mulch, and soil. Pro 5 Weed Barrier is available at Millburgers Nursery in many different sizes. Next time you're at Millburgers, ask for DeWitt Pro 5 Weed Barrier. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. 
it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life, Bob Jenkins is the answer. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and ask about their 20% off special on lawn fertilization and weed control and $20 off a lawn aeration. 210-979-PEST. JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins. We are making San Antonio's lawns green again, and I approve this message. If you have an annuity or are thinking about getting an annuity, then listen up. All annuities are not the same. Robin Hoppus, president of Big State Financial, may be able to add income to your retirement years. While some annuities can help protect your assets in a volatile market, having the wrong one could cost you thousands. Don't let this happen to you. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000 to learn how you might qualify for a guaranteed 20% bonus to your retirement income value. This 20% bonus is for a limited time only. The number to call is 210-373-6000. Remember, all annuities are not the same, so call Big State Financial today to learn about the best annuity for you and how you may qualify for a guaranteed 20% bonus on your retirement income value. An annuity can be a great alternative to market losses, and it can be a useful strategy for transferring wealth. Call Big State Financial now to learn about this limited time offer. The number is 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or visit them online at bigstatefinancial.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. And uh, when you come to Millburgers, I have not done it yet, so I don't know. Uh, the full experience and and uh, but uh, we now have a hug me tree. A what trail? A hug me tree. Oh, the tree by the porch is is begging to be hugged. And oh, so I understand. I I thought it was Claudette that wanted to be hugged. No, no, she just wanted us to hug the tree. Oh, is that why? Yeah, I'm afraid smacked, so. Smacked me once when I. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. All right, so 308-8867. We're out here in the Butterfly Garden broadcasting today at Millburger, so we encourage you to come on by and see it. Get some ideas on what you could do around the house to build a butterfly garden of your very own. Uh, come talk with Calvin and find out a little bit about what went into it. In fact, maybe that's where we'll go right now. Uh, Calvin, kind of talk a little bit about the process and, and uh, what went into the planning. Well, of course, Millburgers has been involved in this Monarch initiative for a few years, along with the city of San Antonio, a whole bunch of us gardeners, too, are involved. And and so Charles came up with the idea, said, well, we should have a, I mean, a butterfly interest. I mean, it's in the interest of, of our landscapes and our environment to do more for butterflies. And, of course, Millburgers is, oh, look at there, it's speaking of the butterflies. Is that the giant, a giant over there? A giant swallow? Poor lady thinks yeah. you're pointing. Yeah. That's a citrus one. Yeah, that's a that's a, a big butterfly. Anyhow, and so so they asked me. I did a little plan, worked with some of the staff, and they planted it, and they got it certified by a couple of different uh, uh, sources out there, uh, groups. And so now we've got a certified butterfly garden. And we're dedicating it uh, today, and it, it's, a, it's, a, it's pretty special. The idea is to show you what you can do, attract butterflies, and have a nice planting. It's just amazing how many plants the butterflies will utilize. And then uh, you, uh, if you come by and ask about it, show some interest, uh, we'll give you a, a coupon that gives you 
20% discount on any of the plants on the butterfly list. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, of course, there's lots of literature. Plantanswers.com has got all our articles. I've got some of the articles here, and we've got the plant list here. Uh, so if you want more interest, we thought it would be kind of fun to do it the, day bef- the dedication the day before Mother's Day because that might be a neat uh, little uh, family project. You know, just make a little plan. You can get a plan off of the internet. Uh, you can some of the resource books. I've got a, uh, resource books here that have some plans that can give you some ideas. And then just get pick up the plants and mom or grandma and uh, the kids, and you can pl- plant them uh, on or before Mother's Day. Yeah, the neat thing about butterfly uh, these butterfly plants, every one of them are close to native plants and uh, grow in adverse soil conditions. That's right. So you don't have to... Or, d- or they'll prosper in our, our uh, limited soil. Yeah, yeah, limited soil area. But, but that, and that's one of the... And Jerry brought this up early in the process. He says, why are we making these long lists? This includes almost every plant that blooms. And... Uh, <laughs> And that I was trying to be. Yeah, it's um, close. It's close to true, uh, because you want 12 months of blooms. There are some plants that are are more or produce more nectar and are more popular. Yeah, um, and we've got those. We've got them identified, of course. Zinnias, mistflower, milkweeds, our porterweed. You've never seen porterweed. You got to come just to see that. <laughs> there's a dwarf variety and there's a tall variety, and. Uh, we're dedicating the porterweed to Paul Cox. There you go. We used to make fun of him because he's always <laughs> wanting people to use it. He was right. Yeah, he is right. We, we come to appreciate it. He couldn't figure out why it wouldn't sell. Yeah. <laughs> it's got such a weird name. <laughs> I guess they could use the alter, alternative name, uh, Twisted Snake. Plant. Twisted Snake? Because <laughs> of the Yeah, because the, fl- the, the flower. The boom stocks stock. are kind of twisted, yeah. Oh, Lord. So maybe we could find a better name for it, uh, but it's a it's a interesting, pretty plant, and the butterflies do go nuts over it. It'll be a real conversation piece. And the one, the little red one, that's a dwarf, and then there's a taller purple one. They're both here at Millburgers. I guess that blooms all summer, doesn't it? All summer. I uh, mean the porterweed. Yeah, it is a perennial, a little south of us, but. Mine did not make it through the the winter. Oh, it didn't. Winter. Okay. Now some of the the milkweeds, the tropical milkweed, did, but not not the porterweed. But a little south of us, it probably could. They're native to. Uh, some of them are native to Florida, but mostly it's uh, South America. Yeah, they've got a real good supply of uh, both the native milkweed and which, which by the way, Millburger had specially grown. Uh, for and this a, nursery. And a bunch of them are sitting right behind you. Oh, is that right? Tuberosa, yeah. Okay. And then the tropical, we got both the yellow flower tropical. Yeah, I saw those walking up and, here. And the orange ones. They're, they're really, the butterflies really go for them. And that's the one, that the milkweed's the only place where <laughs> the monarchs will lay their eggs. So you want to have some milkweeds in, in your yard, much to the chagrin of farmers who have spent years and years trying to control milkweed. <laughs> they've, they've finally been successful. Now we're trying to replant it in some places. So, uh, but, but to get your du- double bang for the buck, 
do you think there's any difference in a butterfly garden and a hummingbird garden? Um, I know I like, know the hummingbirds like the tubular flowers, yeah. but the butterflies will feed on those too. Some of them, yeah, like uh, flame acanthas. Yeah, yeah. Pentas, uh, pentas are butterflies like them, but I think they be more like popular with the hummingbirds. Uh, vinca, well, maybe they don't. Maybe the hummingbirds are not. Vincas may not be their no. favorite. They love zinnias. Oh uh, yeah, hummingbirds yeah. do. Yeah. And the butterflies do, too. That's So you get double bang for your buck when you plant this butterfly garden. That's right. It's butterfly and hummingbird garden. Yeah. That's, it's a, that's easy to do. You can combine both of them. And, uh, and there are some deer-resistant uh, plants that uh, I know around here a lot of people are worried about the deer. I don't, I don't think they, they bother that flame acanthus too much. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't I've know never grown it outside. I've grown, I'm growing it for the first time this year. Okay. Uh, Did you get, get the yellow one? You know, we got a, a, a yellow one on the market. No, I got whatever we have here at okay. Melbourne. It's okay. not blooming yet. Um, they might have the yellow one. And uh, so, of course, those deer-proof plants Jerry's talking about, vinca, uh, all the salvias, the lantanas, uh, what else, Jerry? Um, you said salvias, right? Yeah. You mentioned oh, the, uh, oh, shoot, right behind you, it's a, pur- a purple flower. I guess that's more of a, a hummingbird plant. The yeah. But anyway. Zinnia, the- in some neighborhoods, they don't, they don't eat zinnias even. Now we I, I see it. I see that firebush sitting out there. Firebush is on our deer resistant list, but you say they eat it in your neighborhood? Oh boy, yeah, they do. <laughs> Stupid deer. Oh, you know <laughs> they what? They don't that, read the deer resistant list. You know another list. another one is the uh, Esperanza. Both the hummingbirds and the butterflies like it, and that's yeah. a deer proof or deer resistant. Vitex, which is on sale. Yeah. That, that 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 has a lot of flowers. Yeah, and Vitex is just starting to bloom now. That's one of those hot weather bloomers, just like the Esperanza. In fact, we got and you know this Vitex is a Texas superstar. Um, but uh, the the uh, the uh, the write up on Vitex has a picture that I took of a of a I think it's monarch. A monarch butterfly on Vitex, so yeah, it's definitely a butterfly plant too, and hummingbird plant. And uh, getting back to the sale, I'm, I'm still excited about that them having uh, phalaenopsis orchids for Mother's Day. I used to send uh, or take some of those uh, to Tennessee for my uh, my mother and Mother's Day. We uh, the, the deal is, if you the blooms last so long, you can give them for Christmas, and uh, and they'll make it all the way through uh, Valentine's and Mother's Day. And, uh, see, they last three months, three or four months. The blue, each blue, each bloom does. And so, uh, did you know your Victoria red grape? The Victoria red grape is has finally made it to the nursery, and they are on sale. So if you're looking for a disease-resistant uh, 
I'm, I'm talking about Pierce's disease, the one that kills most of the grapes, and it's from Victoria. Or, or it was tested mainly in Victoria. That's why they call it Victoria Red. And it's uh, Pierce's disease resistance, and uh, they, they've been trying to get some. Melburgers has been trying to get some in for months, and uh, they're in two gallons regularly, $30, and now 25 so uh, if you're looking for a good grape to go on an arbor, and the, and the fruit is just beautiful, <clears throat> as well as delicious to eat. And uh, so uh, the Victoria Red grape is, is here. And, uh, of course, they one of my favorite uh, hollies, Dwarf Burford hollies, 50% off. And uh, so those of you who want to plant a landscape, plant around your uh, have low shrubs for around your landscape again I've got Burford holly along with my Yopon, dwarf Yopon holly uh, that were planted uh, 40 years ago and uh, and, and they're, they're still staying small the bur- dwarf Burford is in more shade uh, it's not in more shade but it's it's gotten taller, like I said, five five feet tall now after forty years. Yeah, I hate those fast growing plants. Like yeah, that. yeah. But uh, and Greg Greg harasses you because you don't prune it every. Yeah, day. every every time he comes you, to Greg Grant, yeah. every time he comes to visit, you'd have to use a uh, you'd you have to use a, a razor blade, you know, and yeah, just skim yeah. off. Of it. <laughs> no, he wants me to cut it down into the. See, you know, it's like all all plants when they get that tall. They have the foliage at the top, yeah. and then bare wood down the at the shade, bottom. The shade underneath. Huh? So, I, I, again, uh, and Neil Spare brings this up in his column today. He, he's talking about uh, uh, on, on his questions and answers. He, he, somebody is talking about cutting something back and uh, trying to get it to regrow. And uh, he's he's saying it will regrow, but it'll be slow, and you're probably better off to uh, just re yard yank yank them out of there and replant. And I guess I, I'll have to do that one of these days. I imagine once Greg comes what, to visit, he'll another ten twelve years. He he'll cut them down too. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. We're going to take a break while we do. Give us a call, 308-8867. When we come back, the Top Tomato Contest is just about a month away. We'll tell you what's that right. coming up. You scheduled it, and you didn't tell us about it? <laughs> He's sneaking around doing just, all this I stuff. I just found out about it. So uh, <laughs> we'll tell you more about that coming up in just a second. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Live from the Butterfly Garden here at Millburgers. Uh, this is Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's 
Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I've got a fun event for you to attend this Saturday at Millburgers. It's the official grand opening of Millburgers Certified Butterfly Garden. Millburgers employees, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, built a certified butterfly garden to give you an example of what you can do in your own yard to attract butterflies and create a beautiful garden space. This Saturday from 11 to 3, Dr. Calvin Finch will be on hand to explain the planning, planting, and the maintenance of a garden that attracts and nurtures beautiful butterflies. That's this Saturday at Millburgers from 11 to 3. Also, maybe you'd like to give mom a butterfly garden of her own. Many of the plants that have gone into the garden will be on sale at Millburgers, so go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about the oh. event. Also, this week at Millburgers, you'll save on Phalaenopsis orchids, now just sixteen eighty-eight in the 4-inch pot. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. The 20th Annual Festival of Flowers happens Saturday, May 27th. San Antonio's favorite and largest gardening event is back. A big day of shopping for plants, landscape supplies, garden decor, and much, much more. Attend gardening and landscape seminars, hear the latest in natural gardening at the Organic Roundtable, trade plants at the Citywide Plant Exchange. Floral design, herb cooking, plant and garden displays, co-hosted by San Antonio Water System, and Saws will have a free zero-scape plant for each adult while supplies last. Admission just $6 and parking is free. Carts and wagons are welcome. Plant and package checkroom. Food and beverages available all day. Remember the date, Saturday, May 27th, 9 until 5. San Antonio Shrine Auditorium on North Loop 1604 between 281 North and Blanco Road. Find all the details at safestivaloflowers.com. That's safestivaloflowers.com. We'll see you there. The 20th Annual Festival of Flowers happens Saturday, May 27th. San Antonio's favorite and largest gardening event is back. A big day of shopping for plants, landscape supplies, garden decor, and much, much more. Attend gardening and landscape seminars, hear the latest in natural gardening at the Organic Roundtable, trade plants at the Citywide Plant Exchange. Floral design, herb cooking, plant and garden displays, co-hosted by San Antonio Water System, and Saws will have a free zero-scape plant for each adult while supplies last. Admission just $6 and parking is free. Carts and wagons are welcome. Plant and package checkroom. Food and beverages available all day. Remember the date, Saturday, May 27th, 9 until 5. San Antonio Shrine Auditorium on North Loop 1604 between 281 North and Blanco Road. Find all the details at safestivaloflowers.com. That's safestivaloflowers.com. We'll see you there. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomLineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867 toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Trace and Jerry are talking to each other. I bet we're going to get Trace on the line in just a moment. I'll tell you about the top tomato contest coming up, and then we'll talk to Bud. Uh, top tomato contest. I wonder what annual top tomato contest in salad bowl. Uh, contest this is. I'm trying to remember how long we've been doing this. Uh, but that's uh, coming up on June 17th here at Mill Burgers. There are two divisions, cherry and smaller, and then regular sized tomatoes. And then, of course, there's the biggest tomato based on weight, which could get you a $100 Mill Burgers gift certificate and a best of show champion as well. And the, all the information is on millburgernursery.com, but it's coming up. So, uh, and just for entering the contest. Ready for this? You'll get a $10 gift certificate no redeemable way. on the day of the contest only, but that'll encourage you just a little bit. I know there are some shy tomato growers out there. so I was just wondering how you could have cherry and smaller. Is there smaller than a cherry? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, just itty-bitty. Okay. Um, hey, yeah, it's supposed to be cherry and small. And small. Oh, and did I small. say smaller? No, sorry. Oh, did you say smaller and smaller? Oh, okay, yeah. So, well, already. And after all, he's an English major. Yes. I don't know. All right, 308-8867. Well, smaller than yeah. 968. Bud's on the line. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, Bud. Hang on a sec. Uh, Trace, what's going on here today? And what's Well, it's a, a beautiful day. We've got lots of color. And there's there's been a lot of shopping for tomorrow. Mother's Day is oh, tomorrow. Yeah. And we've got the color plants that uh, that you've got to give to Mama. You can't forget her. I've always said it's. I think it's better to give a rose plant, a blooming rose plant, than a bouquet of roses, which doesn't last very long. That's right. I, I like that idea, and we've got a beautiful selection of knockout roses, um, and we still have some of the hybrids left too. <clears throat> yeah, we're sitting in the roses. They're they're all to our right, and they're absolutely gorgeous. Um, and, and I do think a butterfly attracting plant is appropriate for uh, for Mother's Day. Go ahead. So um, tie that into this little thing going on out here. But, and, you, and there's some, we've talked about a whole butterfly garden as a neat Mother's Day project. But uh, if you're looking for a, just a single kind of interesting plant, I, I agree the knockout roses look good. But you know what would be fun, Jerry, would be a quarter weed. Yeah, just plant, plant some porter weeds around in your yeah. flower bed. And because, uh, uh, you know, I can just see the grandmother or mother. Um, you better pain, watch your grandma. She might pull it out as a weed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Porter weed. Uh. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what? what's another name for it? Uh, snake weed? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a really interesting uh, plant. Uh, and the butterflies love it. So if you've never, if you've never seen them or considered them, it's worth a trip just to see, see the the purple version, which is taller, and then the red dwarf version. Very attractive, interesting plants. And interesting plants. Trace, what what happened since last uh, Sunday when we were here? That that now that poor tree next to the. Uh did y'all try port, it out? We have not hugged the tree yet. No. Right, y'all y'all cannot leave today till you hug that tree. Okay. And so uh, I'll give you some guesses afterwards, the, the voices that are in there. Ah, 
The tree talks to you? It does talk. Okay. And uh, I I refer to it as furring or uh, barking. <laughs> oh, barking. Uh, but it does talk to you. Okay. Very cool. That'd be fun. So uh, if anybody wants an interesting uh, experience at the nursery, there's a big sign over by the two-story that says, Hug Me. And you definitely can hug this tree. Good. Cool. All right. Should we help this gentleman real quick? Oh, okay. He, wins. he needs Trace. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Bud is on the line. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fairly well. Thank you so much. Uh, I have at least two very specific questions about um, tomato seeds. Uh, I, cut okay. open, I cut open a tomato yesterday. I said, oh, yeah, I need to save some of these seeds. So with a spoon, I uh, spooned out, you know, the jellied parts, and they've got fibers on it and so forth. Put them in a bowl and uh, put a lot of water in it, massaged them around real gently with my fingers. Got a lot of the uh, fluff off of them. The gel uh, off, yeah. Yeah, the gel. And the fibrous fluff. There was some fibrous fluff in there, too. Uh, okay. Put, put them in another bowl. Uh, went through that procedure again gently massaging them around. I say, hey, these things are pretty clean now. So I uh, spooned them out onto a uh, uh, paper towel. Okay. And got them separated. And I said, okay, now I just need to let these things uh, dry on this paper towel, and then I can handle each one, which I did this morning. Now, I noticed as I was taking them off of the paper towel, you know, they still had some of the uh, the juices from the gel, yeah. So, so they're yeah. kind of stuck on the paper towel. Uh, yeah. When I pull those off and a little bit of the paper towel is still stuck on that one side of the seed, is that going to affect my germination? No. No, that, that won't affect the germination. I'll... I used to use paper towel too, but now I use um, newspaper or, or magazine because that it it doesn't have, it doesn't stick to it. You you know you can use a knife to uh, uh, get it off of that new off of that uh, uh, magazine or or, or uh, newspaper. Yeah, I, I was just concerned about the ink factor in the newspaper because I had thought of newspaper. No, too. no, no. No, that that won't hurt a thing. Okay, and then now my second question: <laughs> uh, Could I have, instead of pulling each one of these things individually off that paper towel, could I have just left them on that paper towel and be sure that everything is very, 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 very dry before I um, pack them up in a package? And then yes, you, you definitely them, you. You definitely want to make sure they're they're very dry, right. even after you take them off the paper towel. Let them air dry for a couple yeah. of days because if you try to store them, uh, if they have any moisture in them at all, they're mold. Okay, so it's probably not a good idea to save myself a whole lot of uh, extra work, or what could be called extra work. It's not a good idea to. Uh, package up those seeds still stuck onto the paper towel not well you can do that you know you can literally plant paper towel and all oh i never thought about that 
<laughs> you know, you know, they make these uh, the seed seed tapes, seed tapes, and uh, basically that's all all there there are there. It's a fancy now, paper towel. Now, um, on plantanswers dot com on the yeah, on I don't the, have internet. Uh, I, I don't have internet. Oh, okay. Uh, but, but you can say I'll, what you I'll, want. It'd be good for others to know too. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll, bri- I'll, bri- I'll briefly tell you how to do it a lot easier than you did it. Oh, And okay. uh, that is just squeeze the juice with the seed into a, into a glass. I, I'm assuming you're not doing a lot. Into a, into a water glass. Uh, and uh, add a little bit of water, not a lot of water, a little bit of water with, with the juice, and let them ferment. Let them ferment in that glass for two or three days, and uh, and then that that'll get all that gel off of that. It'll ferment all that gel off. And of then that. you can drink the alcohol. Huh? That, well, yeah, <laughs> it's not very uh, uh, nice. <laughs> but anyway, let let them ferment, and uh, and then after about three or four days, after you see that the the water's gotten stagnant and fermented and whatever uh, but within within four to five no more than four to five days then then let a, use a hard spray of water without washing the seed out to, to uh, take the rest of that uh, gel off of the seed the seed will then be bare seed and it will go to the bottom the seed will fl- go to the bottom. You may have some uh, bad seed or juvenile seed that float, and you want to pour those off anyway. But the seed that goes to the bottom is good, uh, clean seed. And then after you, after you rinse them several several times, um, then then put them on a piece of, uh, like I said, a magazine page or either uh, on a. Uh, uh, a newspaper, something that, you, that that they won't stick to too bad. I see. And uh, that that way you don't have to worry about the gel on there. The gel is fermented off. Okay. And then, but you still still let them dry thoroughly before you try to store them. Yeah. Uh, I noticed okay. some, of these, some of these seeds are only half as big as the others. Those I should discard, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Those are what we call floaters, but uh, the big seed is your best seed. The okay. big seed that'll sink. Okay. Well, thanks once again, gentlemen. Well, okay. Good luck good to you. Hi, well, you what, what tomato are you saving? Oh, uh, the uh, Roma surprise. Roma surprise. Yeah, this came off of my volunteers that I had this good. year. Good. Okay. Well, save that seed. We may need it. I don't. I don't know if we got seed for this fall or not. So, Bud, do you ever enter the top tomato contest? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. Think about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Bye. You bet. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867. 308-8867 and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight. 8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And the Top Tomato Contest, again, coming up June 17th. And my little uh, my little dwarf cherry surprise. Not, Holy it'll cow. It'll make it, Milton. No, it just, it just keeps producing and producing and producing. <laughs> I've got a, 
a big old bowl full of fruit. And I didn't. Is this uh so Laura heard this the other day. Uh-oh. So uh, I don't want to tell her. I don't know if it's right or not. But if you put, she said that. So if you, and I've kind of noticed it, it seems to be working. That if you take tomatoes, little cherry tomatoes that have not quite ripened, and you put them with the ones that are ripening, like in the window. That's right. They'll ripen a little faster because they kind of. They will. They they kind of learn from each other. No, <laughs> the ripe tomatoes are giving off a gas, a ripening gas okay. called ethylene. All right, and uh, you'd have to put them close together. Well, they're on that's, top of each other, so oh, that's close that, together. That, that'll work. <laughs> but uh, the ripe, the riper the tomatoes are, the more ethylene they put off. Yeah, so the ethylene gas. But it's not. I mean, it, you're talking about a. F- Small difference in time too. It's not even no. good, Calvin. Not necessary. <laughs> no, it's, it seems to be not, quicker. They will not ripe. They sure it's quicker. Oh, and they taste yeah. much better too. No, oh, thank you, Calvin. That, <laughs> Calvin that's your the face over there doesn't. <laughs> so how how many tomatoes do we have to grow on the uh, the VHN eight forty six? I can't remember the name. Nine forty six. What is it again? Uh, 358? 968? Nine, 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 <laughs> 968. How many do we have to... We've na- we've called the tycoon. Has, is Milton proof? Yeah. Are Milton approved? The uh, dwarf cherry surprise, how many do I have to get before we can call it a... Is that a superstar? I don't know if that... I don't, I don't remember one, if that's a superstar or it, not. It's our superstar. It's our superstar, right. It may be also maybe a... Texas superstar. I can't. Well, you know where we just get my picture and we put it on the little tag, and Milton grew it. If (laughs) if Milton can grow it, dot dot dot. Uh, So uh, and it's lucky, lucky thing, and we aren't getting uh, overrun by those uh, the necessity for those tags either. So I bet I I have our our limited budget will take care of that. I bet we've had thirty tomatoes so far off that thing, which is which I know other people have had more, but uh, anyway. All right, well, listen, we're going to get ready to take a break and get you caught up with the news. Uh, why don't you come on by Millburgers and visit with us? Calvin's going to be here uh, for the uh, until 3 o'clock this afternoon talking about the Butterfly Garden uh, for the grand opening and the dedication of it. You can come by and visit with him, ask your Butterfly Garden questions, and then maybe take some stuff home so that you can uh, uh, build a Butterfly Garden for Mom. It would be a nice gift that would last a long, long time. And so they uh, still got the Meyer lemon and Mexican lime. Yeah, I saw 50 that. Yeah, off. that's a great Still deal. on sale. So that'd be a good gift for our mothers. Yeah. Family. All right. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up in just a moment. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 308-8867 308-8867 and toll-free 866-308 8867. Hey, we're broadcasting live from Millburgers right in the Butterfly Garden, and we'd love for you to come visit with us today and uh, check out the new Butterfly Garden and get some good ideas on things that you can do. Uh, you can call us, but it's awfully hard to see the Butterfly Garden through the phone, but we'll, 
we'll see if we can help Richard out. Richard? I thought he was going to say it's really hard to see the butterfly garden through us uh, sitting here at the no. table in front of it. Richard's on the line at 308-8867. Hey, Richard, how are you doing today? Welcome to the show. Not bad. How are you all? If I hold the microphone up to the butterfly garden, will you be able to see it through your radio? Uh, probably not. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Well, then just uh, we'll just take your question. What's okay. going on? I, I had a jatropha that froze back when we hit 15 degrees. So I right. cut it all the way down, mostly to see it will re-sprout, and it's not. And this was about a, a 12-foot-tall plant. So what's the easiest way to get rid of the roots to, to replant something else in there? Drill holes in saltpeter or just take an axe to it or... Yeah, well, it's not going to sprout. You talking about how? how Tape, that was huge. That's a big one. Is that a big one? <laughs> yeah, I, we, we the re, reason we're kind of in disbelief because we usually don't. Most of the jatropas are about eighteen inches tall. That yeah, we're worried yeah. about. No, so the root this, system. This was, so this, is the root was, system in the way of something you want to plant or? Yes, I mean the the diameter of the roots. I would say is about eight inches. Is what's left. Eight inches in diameter and about six inches high. Um, and it hadn't shown any sign of sprouting or anything? Nothing at all. The wood is, you can tell how it's black, and it's almost like brand-new lumber where it's got that light tan look. Yeah. And then you can yeah. tell where mold is setting in. So, I mean, can yeah. I plant something there, and it'll 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 work? Oh, yeah. Work? Yeah, it won't hurt. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I would just dig around it with a shovel. Yeah, get as much. And try, but, try but, to dig but, out the main deal if it's not sprouting and yeah, they decompose quickly uh the ones in the in the containers do that yeah, where they froze yeah. back okay so yeah i don't th- i don't think it'll be a problem anything other than it'll be in the way of anything okay. else you uh, want to plant now uh, one the, one, one of the th- ways to speed it up and they use this on uh, tr- uh tree trunks all the time is you just put a high nitrogen fertilizer over the top of the plant and I would be, I would. Oh, the top of the root system. Root system yeah, to be. The I root plant. It would be fast. The, the stump. Would be fast with this. It's, you know, it's relatively fast with the tree trunk, but this this one will decompose real quickly. So you could just take some lawn fertilizer, put a little so, uh, pile of the fertilizer on the, the blackened area you're talking about, little soil on top of that, and then, then you would expect it will decompose. Really quickly, I probably right. probably over just a couple months or a month or so. I don't know, uh, but I think I think you can break that stump up with with the shovel, like Jerry yeah. said too. How old, how old was that thing? Oh, uh, we be... bought the house. The house was built in 2010, so we moved in in 2014. Oh. That wow. big for that's huge. That 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 short a time. Yeah, gosh, what a shame that it. Now you you sure you said it was Jatropa? Yep, I took a picture of the uh, the plant itself and took it to a nursery and I said, "What kind of plant is this?" And that's what they told me it was a Jatropa. Hmm. Well, now, what color bloom did it have? Red. Red blooms. Okay, that's Jatropa. Right. I, I I just can't imagine that a Jatropa grew that fast. I'll okay. I'll have to email it to the nursery so you guys can see it. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, second uh, question: yeah. I, I have uh, tomatoes in a contraction called an earth box, 
that holds two right. gallons of water, and some of the tomatoes right. are already showing blossom end rot. And I understand that's a that's a water issue. So, I mean, for a container, what what's the best way to do it? Fill it up in the morning and the afternoon, or uh, how big is the container? It, it, it's an earth box. It's well, bigger it's an earth box. It's about two and oh. a half feet wide by by one foot huh. uh, long. It looks like the old fashioned recycle bins from about twenty years ago, if you remember. Yeah. Uh, well, if it's well, you, you may be maybe overwatering it. Uh, it it holds water in in the base, right? Right. Okay. See that that blossom in rot can be caused by water fluctu water fluctuations. In other words, if if it's standing in water, so it's if it's soggy, you it's don't soggy. You're not getting any calcium. Yeah, right. Right. So. Uh, if you've been watering it twice a day, or adding water twice a day, I wouldn't add water any more than once a day, and and maybe even every three to four days. Okay, well, up until now, all I've been doing is adding water at the end of the day, and it takes about two and a half gallons of water to replenish it. It's, you, uh, may, you might have to experiment. I bet. I've yeah. heard old wives' tales of uh, uh, Epsom salts. Does that help, or is that not? not yeah, that, that's that's so that's as good as you can do. I'll put it that way. Okay, it's as good as you can do. But uh, the, yeah, some, gar- the, the some way, good gardeners swear by it. But uh, what what variety of tomato are you using? Um, actually, there are two tomatoes. The, the actual, I have to look at the stems that I planted in there with them, but they're determinate. Huh. Yeah, well, that'll be. I it. mean, did you get you got them local? At an I did. I got them at a HEB. One of them is the Bush Goliath Hybrid Tomato, and the other one is the um, Better Bush Hybrid Tomato, most by Bonnie Plants. Yeah, I've heard good word about the Better Bush. Uh, some tomatoes are more prone to that than others. I never have tested those two varieties you're talking about, but uh, I I, th- I think it's your your water fluctuations. All right, uh, does it, does does your instruction say that it's supposed to be that you fill it up that often? Uh, I've had this thing for about six years, so I I don't even. Oh, okay. Okay. Day, so. And you've been filling it up like that uh, twice a day for once a day, once a day one, for one, a long one, time. Once, once a day, and now that it's sunny, obviously, you know, it, uh, on cloudy days, I'll only have to put in maybe one gallon. But on days like today, at the end of the day, when I get home, it'll it'll take two full uh, gallon jugs to to fill it up. Yeah, and it's got a little hole uh, in it to prevent you from overfilling. So as soon as you see the water pour out the front, then that lets okay. you know. Okay. Oh, so. that's right. I remember that. Boy, that that'd be an easy way to put water-soluble fertilizer in with the plants. Have you tried that? Have you done that? No, not yet. Well, every I would I would do it every time I watered. Add a water-soluble fertilizer like uh, Miracle Grow, Rapid Grow, Has to Grow, some of those types in that I've reservoir. Been, I've been using Has to Grow once. Per week, is that enough? Is that too little? Or oh yeah, well that's enough. Uh, maybe not enough. 
But uh, if it's it, say it's more than most of us do. Yeah, it's more than most of us do. But uh, you could add it straight to that reservoir if it's taking up water that quick and uh, fertilize it every time you water it. Most of the transplants that are grown on the market that you buy have been fertilized every time they're watered. All right, then. Thank you much, folks. Okay, thank you for calling. Good, good luck. Let us let us know if uh, if it continues or you uh, change in the strategy a little bit ends that I think it'll probably end with uh, yeah the weather. But. Now is this a, is this the first year you've had that problem? I think he hung up. Yeah, he did. All right, my tomato plant texted me and said thirty. It's more like seventy-five. Uh. So the tomato plant is very upset about what I've said. So my uh, dwarf cherry surprise has uh, we're we're about it at uh, at seventy-five. The ones that disappeared last Saturday that was about a dozen or so. Yeah. And then uh, so they were good. Yeah. All right. So uh, well, I that's w- that's pretty good though, Melton. That's probably par for the course. Seventy-five. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Where were that, that little guy? And that that was that he came up from seed. He just came up from a, an old tomato that kind of sat in the container and it dried. How are you fertilizing it? Copious amounts of osmocote. Oh, are you really? Okay. Yes. So I, the plant's I, still growing. And Laura, Laura's really taking care of it, so well, I can't. The plant's really still growing. Yeah. And setting fruit. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I don't know how many more flowers it has, but they, I'll look They set fruit all the way up. Yeah, I'll look and see. But, yeah, we're... She's picking them off right now as we speak. That's there why you go. She sent me an angry text going at 30. Uh. I picked off 30 <laughs> yesterday. All right. Alan is on the line at 308-8867. Hi there, Alan. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Hello. Fine. Uh, I was wondering, I was going to buy some compost in bags, and uh, so there's several kinds. I was wondering what you might know about, you know, there's composted manure, there's composted cotton burrs, and there's mushroom compost. I'm not sure what mushroom compost is. Do you, do you know Mush, mushroom, mushroom compost is mainly horse manure compost, and it comes from the, uh, let's see, what, what's the name of that town at that uh, other side of College Station where they have the, where they grow the mushrooms? First town, I don't think east of uh, oh. College Station. Start with an N. Oh, you know my experience with that. You say it surprises me. It's from manure because uh, it's got a wonderful texture. I think of it as fluff with absolutely no nutrients in it. Yeah, right. But uh, really, if you got some, mix it in some soil. It's a real nice. What 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 are you what are you trying to grow? Are you trying to grow something in it, or are you trying to? I'm just what are you a, are you just putting it around your plants? I'm just making a, a color bed out of some raw ground, you know, and so I'm just oh okay. Just out there, I'm just trying to make it make an informed decision. I would I would any of those I think are desirable. That's what additives. I was saying. I would go the cheapest one. Yeah. And mix mix it with whatever soil you got, and uh, you'll ha- you'll end up with a really nice texture, and uh, you may have to fertilize. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. You're still going to have to fertilize. 
Well, you're basically working with a soil amendment, not necessarily a fertilizer. Okay, okay, great. Okay, thank you, Mike. Okay, good luck to you. You take care. Thank you for calling. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867, where Trevor is on the line. Hey, Trevor, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are y'all? Good, good. Just sitting out here amongst the butterflies. Yes, Except sir. for that darn hummingbird. Uh, yeah, that hummingbird's There's a butterfly. Yeah. Huh? What's going on, Trevor? <laughs> uh, so I just bought some... Uh, hydrangeas, some living hydrangeas for Mother's Day for my mom, and I wanted to go ahead and pot them and do everything I could to uh, make the amount of work that she has to do minimal. What, uh, what do you guys Okay. Do? Put them in a large container and put them in a, uh, put some potting mix into that with a, uh, make sure that their, uh, that potting mix is a uh, Acid-based or whatever, peat, peat-based, peat, the peat moss-based potting mix, and add copious amounts of osmocote to keep them growing. Right. And and uh, put them in a peat-based uh, potting mix, and they should do all right. Yeah. Put, put them in morning sun, afternoon shade. If you, if you have trouble finding a peat based, usually you can find the sphagnum peat moss and just mix it with a, a regular, potting, regular mix. potting mix. Yeah, that works well. Do you suggest the uh, container be about twice the size of what it's in now? or? Yes. The larger the container, the better. Awesome. That's what I needed to know. And that, that that way that she won't have to water it as much, and uh, it won't turn yellow on her and, and grow it grow real well. Uh, if oh. if she has a, a patio that is basically in almost full shade, uh, is that is that something that they'll last in, or do they really need that morning sun? They need morning sun, okay. but it'll 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 last for a while, but. Uh, yeah, long-term health, morning sun is ideal situation. Is there, a, is there a amount of amount of time of morning sun, like two hours, four hours? Or? Well, four to six hours. Okay. But anyway, great. Right. Well, good luck. Good luck to you. You're a good boy by buying your mama a hydrangea. <laughs> Thanks, Trevor. Thank you, sir. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, where Art is on the line at 308-8867. Art, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Well, I'm trying to do good. I got a seed-starting question, if I can. Okay. The Okay. When I'm, I guess all seeds in general, but in particular, I have some gourds I want to try this year. And I okay. gotta get going on it. Yeah. I know all seeds have a seed coating and you gotta do that. But uh is there a liquid best for most soaking of seeds? Um some some people say that you can increase germination if you soak them in 
and solutions of uh, soft Peter, isn't it? Yeah, but soft on, Peter? on the on the gourds, I don't. Yeah, get, you won't need that. You won't, on the gourd. Yeah, they're not one that you really have to soak. And you worry, don't have to worry about the seed coat either. But I mean, it's oh. Not, it's not hard like like it is on a blue bonnet seed or something like that. Yeah, you just need to get it in some moist moist soil and it seed soil contact ready to take, take off. off. Okay, yeah, it it says take a uh, file or take a I don't know a fingernail clipper and trim a no, side not to get not in. for not for a gourd. Okay, you do you do that for hard to. You know, the okay. hard seed coast, such as blue bonnets. Okay. Uh, is there a best and solution? No. I, I, on a gourd, um, I, I don't think I'd even soak it at all. I'd just plant the okay. seed directly into the ground, into a moist okay. soil. Okay. If you want to, if you want to increase germinate, I mean, uh, speed it up. You could soak them overnight in just water, and that that'll start the they they will imbibe water, and start the ger, start the germination process earlier. Well, okay, uh, I'll take that. You're making it. You're making this hard. You're making this harder than it is, guys. It's, well, a, it's a, a stupid things, gourd. <laughs> a lot of things end up being hard, and I didn't think it was. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I do appreciate your help. Just to know, uh, this year I've done a whole bunch of seed starting. I saved, uh, last year I had a great crop of uh, La Blanca, uh tomatoes. I seed saved Oh, them. yeah. And... Uh, they're coming out like gangbusters, but Great. this batch, this batch is, uh, well, they're like a, a big ping pong ball, but uh, there's still quite a few of them, and they do taste pretty good. So, good, live good. and learn. So, yeah. Hey, I okay, well, good. Uh, you sound like you're doing pretty good. Well, I'm trying. It it ain't easy. The good thing I got a woman or a nice wife who loves weeding, and uh, I'd eat boiled okra before I'd you know do a, as much weeding as she does. But uh, I'm very fortunate, so you have a good. Well, day. you are. Sounds like it, hurt. Thank you for calling. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you take Bye. care. Bye bye. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Mark your calendar. The Festival of Flowers is right around the corner. It's a 20, 20th anniversary year of the Festival of Flowers. When's coming by to see us? Well, she tried to come by last time. I think she's going to come by on Sunday, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Okay. Hopefully so. It's uh, Saturday, May 27th from 9 to 5 over at the Al Safari. You know where all that is. Uh, and all your favorite things are going to be happening. They've got some uh, the organic round table. Saws will be there. They've got the plant exchange tons of exhibitors the festival of flowers if you're not familiar with it that's the focus is plants flowers growing things for the garden so you're not going to find hot tubs and other stuff they're actually going to build a uh, rain garden everybody's been talking about them lately they're going to have one on on site and of course you'll have those and that's one of the seminars too yeah saws the uh, saws uh, plant handout as long as they last they give a, a free plant 
So it's a it's a neat. How many years does that run? Twenty twentieth anniversary year. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so this is the place, if if you're looking to find out all kinds of great information, uh, the Festival of Flowers over at the Al-Zafar, May 27th, 9 to 5, is the place to go. Some of the seminars, we'll focus on that real quick. Uh, The first one is uh, Lee Marlowe, and she'll be speaking on rain gardens while you'll want one. Uh, Gardens that heal, using your garden as a resource during life's most common challenges, is uh, presented by Jerry uh, Jenny uh, Peterson. And let's see, Native Plants for Theme Gardens, Nancy Masterson will be presenting that. I, I mean, did you think of a question? Like, I mean, is that where you you bury the bodies? Or what? <laughs> what? <laughs> You'll have to go to the seminar. <laughs> Growing Roses in South Texas, easier than you think. Judy Barrett will be talking about that, and she's the author of Yes, You Can Grow Roses and five other common sense books on gardening, and she will be signing copies of her books at this year's show. So for more information, go to festivalofflowers.com, festivalofflowers.com, and you can learn more about what's going on at this year's 20th anniversary Festival of Flowers, Saturday, May 27th, 9 to 5 at the Alzafar. Parking is free. Children under 10 are free. Tickets are just $6, and I bet there's I don't want to play $6. What do you want to pay? $5. I think you can find a coupon in the Millburgers. There you go. He's he's sharp. Uh Uh-huh. Thanks for setting me up. All right. So uh, we'll tell you more about that. But there's ways to save all around 10. There's there's one of our top tomato growers is sitting right by us. Yeah. In case you want to talk about We'll talk to him in just a second. We've got to go take a break, and then we'll talk to Steve. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. And I've got a fun event for you to attend this Saturday at Millburgers. It's the official grand opening of Millburgers Certified Butterfly Garden. Millburgers employees, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, built a certified butterfly garden to give you an example of what you can do in your own yard to attract butterflies and create a beautiful garden space. This Saturday from 11 to 3, Dr. Calvin Finch will be on hand to explain the planning, planting, and the maintenance of a garden that attracts and nurtures beautiful butterflies. That's this Saturday at Millburgers from 11 to 3. Also, maybe you'd like to give mom a butterfly garden of her own. Many of the plants that have gone into the garden will be on sale at Millburgers, so go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about this great event. Also, this week at Millburgers, you'll save on Phalaenopsis orchids, now just sixteen eighty-eight in the 4-inch pot. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service 
award 10 years in a row. I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and get $20 off your initial pest control service. And ask about the mosquito treatment special, 210-979-PEST, JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and I approve of this message. Hi, this is Baron Wiley, and you've heard me say that Gary and Dave from Climate Magic get it. Well, guess what? I get it. I am a happy Climate Magic customer, too, and here's why. My new friend Martin has been with Climate Magic for over 20 years, nicest man in the world. We found out we had a lot in common, but then Martin got to work, and I promise you it was the most thorough AC service my unit has ever seen. In fact, he found a little too much. I had some mold growing back there. He quickly pulled that part out of my unit, took it outside, cleaned it all up, and put it back in, all part of the service. And Martin told me that at Climate Magic, they treat each customer and project like as if it was in their own home. He taught me some new tips, gave me some great advice because it's true climate magic does have the heart of a teacher and i feel like i got more service than for what i paid i also think that climate magic appreciated that i scheduled my ac maintenance now in the cooler weather which is safer for my friend martin i think that's also reflected in my climate magic maintenance package let climate magic take care of your ac right now it's 210-340-8240 for climate magic climatemagic.com texas license 15312c And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Drip Steve, the tomato, tomato growing... Uh, the kid, yeah, I was well. Uh. That's where I was going, and I thought maybe that wouldn't be appreciated. You. Yeah, you. <laughs> thank you, Steve. Hey, uh, so you're gonna you're gonna mark your calendar for the 17th? You're gonna be there for top yeah, tomato yeah, contest. Yeah. Well, tell us what's going on in your garden. Well. I heard y'all talking so much about tomatoes. I decided to come over and give you an update. Uh, the you were talking about your 968s, and uh, I have about the same same going on with mine. I have two plants, and I go out and pick a 12 to 20 a day off the two plants, almost every day. Yeah, and I have to pick them a little bit early because the birds will come peck on them if they get completely <laughs> right. And you don't like them after the birds have pecked them. Well, they tend to get moldy, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true, too. <laughs> but uh, then, uh, but the main thing I wanted to tell everybody about was that the 1823 rodeo tomato was the first one to set fruit, and uh, I've gotten three of them off so far, and they're between baseball and softball size, really nice wow. size. good. Last two years, the Valley Cat have been my best producers, but... They're out producing the valley cat this year. Now, have you eaten them? No. You're, I, you're I, ripening them. Yeah, I'm just ripening them. Okay. That'd be it. Calvin, Calvin has eaten some of his, and he says that they've, they've got a good good taste about they, them. They, they, they uh, look a lot like a celebrity tomato. Yeah. Uh, the way they're formed and everything and the color. Okay. And the plants... Uh, Pretty thick and yeah, got the pl- plenty of foliage. The plants are real good. Uh, yeah, the, the they're they're compact. They're they're not growing real tall. They're they're about like the valley cat. But uh, you say they're they're not compact. Yeah, they are. They are compact. compact. Yeah. Okay. They're they're only about 
Uh, yeah. About three and a half, four feet tall. Yeah, he's now. got a picture. And you you can, it's got plenty of foolage. Good foliage, where, where yeah. It, it covers the tomatoes. Yeah, I don't think and I'll get any sunburn. sunburn. I don't think so. Uh-uh. That's, that's one of the things that we look for when we select them. Then, then you asked me to tr- try the Tasty Lee to right. compare. Yeah, how but, are you doing? Well, the Tasty Lee, you know, I didn't get them in until pretty late. Right. So they're just blooming right now. Good. But uh, so maybe in two or three weeks we'll, yeah. we'll have some. Yeah, we will. I'll, br- I'll bring them over so you can taste test them. Yeah. <laughs> See. Uh, now, one of my tasty leaves. We want to taste the, the tasty Lee and 1823 and and maybe Tycoon. To see, maybe, maybe we'll. I don't know if we'll. We probably won't have them by the uh, top tomato content, but it would be nice to have. Oh, that would be cool. Have if we a did. taste test uh, the top tomato content. Yeah, I don't know. Now, now one of my tasty leaves is growing a whole lot better than the other, and I must just be the spot that's in the garden yeah, or something. Yeah. I mean, they're both growing, but one of them's really growing. Good. And said and blooming. They're, and blooming, they're blooming yeah. and setting fruit. That's the yeah. important thing. So, may, probably next week I'll get some fruit set. Now, do y'all do y'all see the problem we're having with these tomatoes? See, we 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 find tycoon. We like tycoon, and everybody like tycoon, and yet we still keep coming out with a with a new one every year. And here's Steve bragging about the one that came out this year. <laughs> the, so what is he going to do next year? You know well, we'll I mean? try the next rodeo today uh, and see what happens. <laughs> the, it's hard. It's hard to better the best. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't think I'd get the Valley Cat better, but they are. Yeah. And because, uh, like I say, the last two years that's been my best tomato. Valley Cat. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, you you kind of have an opportunity. I don't know if if this is appealing to someone like Steve or not, but who grows a lot of the different tomatoes, mm-hmm. if we just gave him a, a little either online or a little journal book so he could show <laughs> what he's planted, you know, when they planted them, when they came up, or something like that, how much fruit. So you all have all these folks in the field that are actually growing them. Is that helpful to to know that kind of stuff? No. Okay. Then. <laughs> <laughs> the end result is what counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what, what I'm saying, that's been successful that's, for one tomato plant now. So yeah, yeah. Now, he's going to lead the research. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, I I I plant the tycoon, but but I don't think it has quite as good a flavor as the valley cat. Oh, is that right? For, for me. Okay. Yeah. I was I tasted. Our Calvin, you need to get on the mic. Yeah, Calvin. he said. <laughs> he forgets where he is. Yeah, that's right. I do. Um, I, we t- tasted our first HM 1823, and uh, that was pretty good tomato. It looks good. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, two tomatoes is not a real test. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I was telling Jerry while you're gone that the size and the shape and, and color of it really looks like a celebrity on my plants, but a little bit bigger. Yeah, it is, a, it is a big plant. Big uh, tomato. Lots of foliage, too. The foliage yeah. is really nice yeah. looking. Not real tall, but no. a lot of fo- good good foliage, good good coverage for sunburn. Jerry, that'll be another one of those competing plants that they're <laughs> now everybody you got everybody here has a different favorite. Yeah, and yeah. Almost every gardener out there too. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Steve Brown and his tycoons. And, yeah. <laughs> See that that's the problem the poor producers have. They don't know. 
and the ones you know, I've we got keep coming up with good tomatoes, yeah. and uh, they keep keep trying to. Well, and good, those varieties haven't showed the market. Any. It's good and bad because it excites, it excites the gardeners, and yeah, you know, it's yeah. more fun to have a new to, a new tomato to try. They haven't day, shown but. any yellow curl virus either. You know, I know the tycoon's resistant to it, but the valley cats didn't show it last year, and they they haven't showed it. In 1823, hadn't showed it. So far, yeah. Hadn't shown up yet. Uh, Neil Fair wrote a tomato tips for the time. Oh, okay. Uh, Some of of which is right and some of them are wrong. It says, one one problem with tomatoes, and this, this... Reading this real, makes us realize how lucky we are to be in San Antonio and to have all these different varieties that have been tested. Uh, tomato uh, failure to set fruit used to be a serious problem with the with the tomatoes that they had. Well, if you plant the not, if the you don't plant the recommended varieties, yeah, it yeah, can be a problem absolutely. here. Uh, he said, tomatoes self pollinating. If your flowers fall to the ground almost as if they have been cut off with shears, that's not birds or squirrels. It's because they aren't getting pollinated. Now this this is for those this is not for people with the hybrids because they pollinate. And they're heat setters, which are also cool setters. And uh, so this, this is for the people with the heirloom tomatoes that that uh, most heirlooms won't won't set real well and, and are real sensitive to uh, the environment. Uh, Neil said, try thumping the flower clusters every couple of days to see if that helps. Thumping the flower clusters. I that, think we have enough wind. Yeah, <laughs> we have. Uh, if you if you still don't if you still don't get any fruit, think back to the varieties you planted. Large fruiting tomatoes do not set fruit when daytime temperatures exceed 90 degrees. That's wrong. Uh, it's the nighttime temperatures as a water. Uh, in other words, you, you can grow good. Uh, I, when I was in Kansas, I, I grew some of the best tomatoes I ever grew in temp- daytime temperatures of over 100 degrees. But the nighttime temperatures are extremely yeah. cool. So they would set fruit and, and mature the fruit. Uh, anyway, Neil says... Uh, but varieties like Big Boy, Beef Steak, and Giant Heirloom may only set four or five fruit for us. Uh, so th- that's that's right. Hey, we got James on the line at 308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just fine. How about uh, you guys? You doing all right? We're doing terrific. Yeah, we're out here in the, amongst the butterflies, all the pretty flowers. So, yeah, we're doing just fine. Well, that's great. I call with a tomato question. Good. Um, I wanted to ask your uh, your expert growers there uh, about that valley cat. How does that perform in the fall, and does it, uh, as far as performance and taste, does it beat Valley Girl in the fall? Uh, he, uh, James, uh, Steve doesn't have a uh, earphone, so I'm going to so. explain. It, he, James is asking about the Valley Cat and how it performs in the fall. Compared so. to Valley Girl. But, hey, you never have grown Valley Girl. No, I haven't grown Valley Girl. 
So, so I really don't know, but but the Valley Cat does well in the fall because it's it's a uh, uh, sets them early. Yeah, right. And uh, it is one one of the first ones to set fruit. And it's also nematode resistant, isn't it? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and it's resistant to the yellow curl virus. So so I, I normally plant fall tomatoes like the Fourth of July week. Yeah. And uh, plant the plants then. And uh, but but I'm gonna try that. 1823s again, because like I say, it was the first one to, to set fruit and the first one to ripen here. Yeah. If you can what find the plants. Yeah. I Does that help you, James? I probably should be yeah, you know, starting seed as soon as I get a good point. On the 4th of July, you, do you start the seed, or is that when you transplant the six-week Transplants. Old yeah. That's, that's the transplants. transplants on the 4th. Okay, I was told by the guys in Austin that you start the seed on the 4th and transplant, what did they say, Labor Day. No, that's, so you can, that's we certainly not what we... Yeah, uh, but uh, usually, usually uh, are they talking straight in the garden or are they talking about in containers? No, start, starting tomato seed in flats on the 4th of July and then transplanting six weeks. So when, if you're transplanting in July the 4th, when are you starting those seeds? Uh, 30 days earlier. So June 4th. Okay, we'll give it a try. Thanks, okay. James. And, and the neat thing about it, if you save seed in the fall, and, and uh, uh, Steve did this, I've got, pic- I've got pictures of... Uh, Growing fall tomatoes taken in his garden, you can sow them directly into the into the garden. Uh, just so, uh, get a moist, uh, highly organic soil and uh, keep it moist, and then sow the seed right on top. And you you can grow from seed starting in in June. You'd want to start the same time you'd start your transplant. Okay, well, Thanks, I'm James. You that, take care. Oh, yeah. I was using that Coco Loco, and I'm getting some really bad monster transplants. So I don't, I don't know if I'll be going from seed. But thanks for the advice. Okay. Okay. Well, whatever. However you want to get the plant. So you guys are starting in early June and then transplanting by the fourth. Right. Okay. Thanks. The the the, the tomatoes transplants usually come on the market uh, in July. Yeah, I I generally probably plant a little later than Steve. But yeah. If I if we you know, the twentieth or so would be, to, to me is always a good time. To yeah, plant. start the middle of July and go all the way through the middle of August. Okay, so we'll do. Thank you guys. All right, you take care. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Hey, before we take a break, when you head on over to Millburgers to see the Butterfly Garden, also check out Millburgers and Nature's Creation, an all-natural line of garden and lawn products, uh, including fertilizers, herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, and soil amendment, which are, which are kid, pet, and planet safe. That's their, safe, that's their uh, slogan. That's their goal. 
Uh, it's create products that are kid, pet, and planet safe. Nature's Creation, it's a Texas company, which has combined the latest in organic research with traditional materials to offer an environmentally friendly consumer solutions for their lawn and garden needs. Check out Nature's Guide All-Natural Fertilizers for application on turf and plants. Nature's Creation Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer, which contains uh, no manure or biosolids and turf food which uh, contains microbial fungi, which is a po- from a poultry litter formula. Look for Nature's Creation right here at Millburgers, where you'll find the complete line of Nature's Creation environmentally friendly products. Remember, Nature's Creation is kid, pet, and planet friendly. We'll take a break and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And I've got a fun event for you to attend this Saturday at Millburgers. It's the official grand opening of Millburgers Certified Butterfly Garden. Millburgers employees, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, built a certified butterfly garden to give you an example of what you can do in your own yard to attract butterflies and create a beautiful garden space. This Saturday from 11 to 3, Dr. Calvin Finch will be on hand to explain the planning, planting, and the maintenance of a garden that attracts and nurtures beautiful butterflies. That's this Saturday at Millburgers from 11 to 3. Also, maybe you'd like to give mom a butterfly garden of her own. Many of the plants that have gone into the garden will be on sale at Millburgers, so go to millburgersnursery.com to learn more about this great event. Also, this week at Millburgers, you'll save on Phalaenopsis orchids, now just sixteen eighty-eight in the 4-inch pot. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Hugh Hewitt still sees a long race for health care. We've come over the first hurdle. It is not anywhere near done. Not anywhere near done. But if you don't get over the first hurdle, you can go to the second hurdle, which is the Senate, the third hurdle, which is the conference committee, and the fourth hurdle, which is the president's desk. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 930 a.m. The answer. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Oh, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? <laughs> Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless... Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com. Peace through planning. It's a beautiful thing. We're talking with Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm. And Charlie, 41% of baby boomers don't have a will in place. Charlie, your clients need to make sure their 20, 30-something-year-old children take advantage of your free consultation. Well, in my view, every person over the age of 18 needs a plan in place because as a legal adult, no one has any authority over them to handle their bank accounts or make medical decisions unless they give someone that authority. 
even when mom and dad are still paying the bills. And I can help put all those plans in place. People think, I don't have much. I don't own land and property. Uh, My will can wait. Actually, it's more important to have a plan in place because without a will, probate can be much more expensive and folks with smaller estates simply can't afford going through the probate process and property could be lost. So the answer is call attorney Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm today and let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning. Charlie, what's your phone number? Phone number here in San Antonio is 210-308-0800. For Weisinger Law Firm, WeisingerLawFirm.com. Breaking news. President Trump says in an interview with NBC News that he had planned to fire FBI Director James Colby for some time. Stimulating talk. Far fewer refugees are entering the country, even though Donald Trump's travel ban has been struck down by the courts. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Take 9.30 a.m. The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 9.30 a.m. The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 9.30 a.m. The Answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867, 308-8867. All right. This is a SeaWorld cup, holds about two cups. Oh, yeah. And Laura has sent me now. It's full. That's pretty. That's actually, we picked them last night, and now we've picked them again today. <laughs> that, 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 that. Dwarf cherry surprise does not disappoint. This is just the beginning, man. <laughs> I, I can't eat them as fast as they produce. Uh, we need dwarf cherry surprise tomato recipes. You can't stuff them. Yeah, I, I, I had cherry tomatoes that were floating in vinegar or floating in a... Oh, they pickled them? No, the, no, that's the way they served them. Oh yeah, with vinegar, uh, vinegar and tomatoes. Uh, that's how my grandfather used to yeah, eat yeah. them. All, you know, every meal was like cottage cheese and t- tomatoes <laughs> and vinegar. I was I was showing Jerry. So we picked it last night. Got all the red ones we could find. All the orange returning. And Laura just sent me this one now, which is a a two cup container full of them, full of more. Well, tell her. Can we make salsa? Tell her to be careful. Tell oh her, yeah. Tell her what I did did with my mother until the uh, social services people made uh. it. <laughs> Where I just park, That's right, for elder abuse. Parker Parker a wheelchair out there by the plant and tell her yeah. she, it's she filled move. up filled up the tub. I let her come in the house. Uh, oh man! I know it's hot. So you better start picking that Yeah, do it fast. Yeah, that's sweet, Calvin. Those are good Mother Day memories. I mean, yeah, yeah. You need to keep, you know, keep older people busy and uh, involved, and some kind of ownership, you yeah. know, in the property. But she liked to eat the tomatoes. Oh, she yeah. loved them. This beautiful Mother's Day memory is brought to you by James is on the line. Another James at 308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, it's heating up. Summer's summer's upon us, I believe, gentlemen. Yeah, I think you're right. It's getting there. Hey, yeah, I got the water flowing on my uh, tycoon tomato. Um, in general, I got a question first on my Meyer lemon. It bloomed. I protected it on the on the porch over winter. My winter. Oh, good. So it bloomed early, but me, I was moving it. It's in a big, I don't know, maybe a twenty gallon pot or bigger than that. So I bumped okay. it when I was when I was moving it, and most of the blooms fell off. 
So I fertilized it and it re-bloomed, um, but it didn't set fruit. I only found lemon on it. So now starting to put on the one or two blooms, is it too late or what's going to happen with that one? No, it's never too late for those things to set fruit. They have, I just remember mine every year has blooms, tiny fruit, large fruit, and even ripe fruit at times during yeah. the year. They'll just, oh, they'll they'll just keep. Does it, get, does it get plenty of sun? You, bump, you, bump, you, bumping, you bumping that plant shouldn't have knocked the blooms off. I bumped it pretty hard. <laughs> I no, those, 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 and dropped it. No, that that fruit is once it sets fruit, it uh, now, you can't knock them off. Well, no, mine we dropped the fruit. No, it didn't drop the fruit. It dropped the initial blooms. Okay, okay. Hadn't, hadn't the fruit yet. Now my my initial blooms fell off on that frozen stems. Yeah, but I, but that was yeah. not from anything physical. It was. Uh, the uh, just the leftover from the freeze. So, hey, I got another report real quick for you. I know you are short on time. Earlier this week, I picked. Uh, I'm growing a rodeo in between some tycoons, and I picked off my tycoon and uh, just out of curiosity because I got to looking at it so pretty. I uh, put it on a scale. It was one pound on the nose. Wow. Yeah, and I'm growing That's a good size tycoon. I'm growing in the sand, uh, well water, just southeast of Lytle, and the only fertilizer I put on it was the growing green and uh, shoot it uh, with the sprayer has to grow periodically, and it's it's doing real well. Yeah, well you're 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 side dressing it with that liquid fertilizer periodically, so that's keeping it growing good. And, and that's a pretty ideal way. Well, even slow release. Yeah. Fertilizer in that sand works pretty well too, but uh, yeah, but I got I got to pump a lot of water to them because it's gotten like, God's yeah well yeah. or maybe not a lot but uh, frequently right right yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, always frequently. the key yeah that's the challenge uh, get getting out there to do it before they they will yeah have you got drip irrigation on them or you just have uh, I I got a hose from my spigot to my tomatoes I, I'm the drip I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> you right. might want to hey, try we, some drip irrigation. Or even a leaky hose. Well, it depends on how many you got. Yeah. Leaky yeah. Holes. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've had all that in the past, but I moved my garden to a new spot, so I'm just kind of getting reset up. Okay. You going to enter our top tomato it. contest, or you're in Lytle, so is it too far to come out and and uh, uh, do some uh, competition? My my truck doesn't go past the north side of 410. I, I don't think. I have uh, <laughs> that's a shame. You got one of those trucks, huh? All right. Yeah. All right. Take care, thanks. guys. Okay. Thanks for calling. Bye, bye. Bye, James. All right. Evelyn is on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Evelyn. What you know? How are you? Good. Okay. Can you tell me if we'll have Laura Bush petunias this year? No. Oh. No, I don't think so. Oh, unless you've had them naturalized in your yard. Yeah, did you plant them last year? I didn't find any last year either. Huh. Oh, okay. Well, he had some. They had some last year. Uh, uh, again, the reason Laura Bush is not uh, the best thing for you to do is is order some from Wild Seed Farms or the seed. I have the pink color. 
from there. Oh, the pink. Well, that, I, th- I think they sell pink. Uh, Girl sent me over here uh, hang on, Calvin will help you. Okay. All right, what's what's that, Evelyn? Uh, the, okay. I have the pink color of uh, seed from Wild Seed Farms, but I haven't planted it yet. I was waiting for yeah. plants. Okay. And can okay. you tell me anything about the uh, taste, tasty uh, tomato? Tasty Lee? Can you tell her anything? Oh, the tasty Lee? Which you uh-huh. know. Yeah, the, they were developed in Florida, and they're supposed to taste better. They were developed for uh, high lycopene or uh, the red. They're supposed to be redder and have have uh, more lycopene, which is the vitamin A precursor. And they're they they were developed for flavor. And so the re- the reason we are promoting them this year is to is to I'm I'm a real. I I hesitate to mention that a tomato tastes good because people have individual tastes as far as uh, uh, the acid sugar ratio. So what we what we were wanting to do, we planted them late, but uh, what we were planning to do is uh, evaluate them for as far as the. taste between uh, 1823 and the uh, the tasty lee and the tycoon in other words when we when we we wanted people to have all three of those or or two of those and and compare the taste to see if if tasty lee really is that that much better tasting tomato okay i picked up a uh, plant about two weeks ago and it's uh got okay. buds. Good, good. And good. Uh, I picked my first uh, 1863 or 1823, the H&M. Yes, I yes, picked ma'am. the first one today, and I have also Tycoon. But the Tycoon, to me, are kind of sharp for my taste. Uh, too much acid. Our, our, I guess. The acid ratio is a little bit high. So I'm curious how the... The is supposed to be a better taste than tomato too. Yeah, did Steve say he liked it? I think he said that. He, said he hadn't eaten his. Yet. Oh, he hadn't eaten his. Yet? Oh, I missed that. The Calvin, yeah. Calvin said he liked it. We're gonna we'll call for reports tomorrow, Evelyn. How's that okay. sound? Okay. It sounds like the eighteen twenty three is eighteen twenty three is all getting ripe at about the same time. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Evelyn. We're going to try All to get right. one more call in, okay? All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Talk Thank to you tomorrow. Thank you for calling. Uh, Bye-bye. Dan is on the line at 308-8867. Hi there, Dan. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you. How are you all? Good. Okay. How can we help you? <clears throat> I've got um, I've got spider lilies growing in my backyard. And they're multiplying, and I would like to transplant a couple of them. And it doesn't seem like I can get down under them with a sharpshooter shovel. What's <laughs> it, is, it, is there a special trick? No, no. They just dig like hell. Uh, they have a tremendous root, deep root system. Yeah. Uh, where'd you get them? They're not, they're not. Now, we are we talking about the... The big one with the big, bright, dark green foliage. Yeah, it's a crinum. It's actually uh, a crinum, I think. It's got a it's got a big 
white bloom that just opens right. all over the place. Yeah. They call it tropical giant spider lily. Is that the one you got? Well, I don't know if I don't know about tropical giant, but I've got the spider lily. Uh, okay. Is it a big plant? How tall? How tall are the leaves? So, not that tall. About about uh, three feet, maybe a little over. Okay, that's tropical giant. Where'd you get it? Do you remember? I I anything I tell you would probably be a lie. I I've slept since then. That's okay. <laughs> we'll forgive you. <laughs> Okay, but the way the way the way to do it is you just have to dig them up and and divide the roots. Okay. Divide the bulbs. Okay. How, how old is the pl- how old is the plant? Well, I put the original one out there maybe maybe um, eight years ago or so. Okay. Okay. You you got you should have multiple bulbs in there. Well, I haven't been real diligent about watering them. It doesn't matter. That thing drives taller and as tough as a boot. Okay. Okay. But um, it's got an extremely deep root system. Now, what you okay. do? What, what yep. you do? You dig those things, dig them as long as you can stand it, and then just cut them off. Cut them off at the bottom of your hole. Dan, we got to run. Thanks for calling. Call us tomorrow if you got some more questions on that. We're back at Millburgers tomorrow from noon to 2. Calvin's here till 3 o'clock answering more butterfly questions and talking about the garden and giving out those certificates. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Roy doing a great job getting all our calls on the air. Lots of calls today. That's great. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.